You're listening to an Amplify podcast. See, the budget yesterday. I have a funny story. When I was younger, when I was a little tyke in me, in me, uh, me overalls and me on my tricycle, <laughs> oh, yes. I used to get very, very excited about the budget. Why? Because Why it, specifically the budget? Because it was like I, I had a lonely existence, young Toby, and I'd always get excited by, I'd always get excited by, uh, you know dates, like, important things that were happening sort of thing. Really? Like, stuff, uh... Just, like, the the budget... Okay, that's important to you. The budget was, uh... The budget was indeed important to me, because it was like, it was like Christmas. It was <laughs> something that happened on a specific <laughs> date of the year. It was the budget oh day, God. it was Budget Eve, and then it was the budget. It was, it, yeah. Little did I know, little, uh... Because we, because, uh, like, many of us listening, we all grew up in the Howard years. Little did I know <laughs> that these budgets were crippling and, uh, devastating <laughs> to Australians. Well, well, you can clearly see the politics of, uh, this, this episode, uh, oh, uh, this uh, day of Amplify this here. This day of Amplify. Uh, we, I think we should have a moment silence for Ted Cruz. Rest in <laughs> Ted Cruz. Yeah, that's long that's enough. enough. That's, that's long enough. enough. That's what the Zodiac Killer deserves. <laughs> Well, see, my family, being uh, the good Irish people that we are, used to always celebrate St. Patrick's Day, mm. which involves my mum picking all the green snakes out of, um, I don't know if you ever went to the lolly stores with, like, the big wall mm. of lollies, which you'd put in a bag. She'd pick all the green ones out. Mm. We'd bake uh, green cookies in the shape of four-leaf clovers, bake uh, soda bannock, which is Irish bread. Um this this is this year is the only year we didn't like go out of our way to celebrate it. But there was also one year involving um a potato cake. A potato cake. A potato chocolate cake. A potato chocolate cake. <laughs> um my mum found this recipe and she thought Oh well, it it says potato. It's a, mm. if it's in a recipe, it must work. If it I, must work. If it's written down somewhere, no matter how <laughs> stupid it is, it obviously has to be something that works. Oh, that's a bit harsh. But no, no, like it's meant to keep the moisture in. It tasted like a like a chocolate cake with potato. It tasted exactly <laughs> like it sounds. Yes. Rubbish. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, My not- uncle brings it up like. Every time we see him, but he still ate it all. He still ate it. I, I think. I think that shows. I think that shows real Irishness. <laughs> it's rubbish. You'll still do it. Pretty much. I notice that you're actually wearing a uh, wearing a green and uh, orange scarf today, bridging the divide. <laughs> uh, bridging the divide between the uh, the unionists and the nationalists. Oh yes, yes. That uh, was clearly my intention when I dressed your, this morning. Clearly your intention. I'm going to show my my desire for peace in Northern Ireland by dressing in both orange and green. <laughs> yes, clearly. Uh, if everything I wear is a political statement. Everything. So, what? What? what are, do you have like like a large number of angry slogan political shirts? I wish I have a large number of uh, comic book shirts. Comic. That does not surprise me at all. <laughs> yes, as you can imagine. The, considering the topic of conversation in the previous weeks that we've been having. Yes. Anyway, so I think I think we've learnt about each other today on the air. <laughs> I've learned about your fun family. Uh, fun. fun Fun, uh, where where our bonding in the studio is shared with everyone, everyone in the uh, in the listening at home or in your car. You can get to know uh, the both of us just that little bit better. Not sure why you would. I'm not particularly interesting. I used to get excited by the budget. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the budget. The the budget. 
Amplify it. The sound of underage Melbourne. Did you know that World War One was caused by a sandwich? Rebecca, take it away. I did, in fact, know that World War One was caused by a sandwich. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's uh, a there's a long uh, political assassination story behind this, of yeah, course. Of course, there is. <laughs> as, as every good sandwich story does, indeed, revolve around a political assassination. <laughs> Well, basically, there were these uh, five people in Serbia, this um, Serbian group that wanted a part of um, what was then Austria-Hungary to be part of Serbia. So they trained for ages. As, as you do is when you're a terrorist, you have to train. It's not something, it's not something you, you, you don't spend hours with <laughs> Rocky montaging to. Um, but then they got to this parade where they were going to assassinate the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, mm. like... Exactly like the band name. I know what you're all thinking. Yeah. I wasn't actually thinking that. <laughs> I always think that. Really? Yeah. Shows how, like, indie rock you are. <laughs> but, no, um, so you drive, Franz Ferdinand, driving along in this parade. Mm. The first two guys, I think, yeah, the first, don't, mean, don't do anything. The third throws a grenade and it doesn't work. The, the just, fifth just sort of, well... The, the others just sort of uh, get spooked and walked yeah, away. Yeah. And except the final guy, uh, Galvillo Princept, as, uh, <laughs> if, I, if I remember correctly, uh, he, he, uh, he decided uh, to go get a sandwich. <laughs> and so while he was eating his sandwich, he exited the, uh, he exited, uh, the various establishment for the procurement of sandwiches. <laughs> and uh, out, out the front, he noticed the, uh, the Archduke's car coming along the street. It and had he, happened to turn down the wrong street. It happened to turn down the wrong street. And he was like, oh, bloody hell, there's the guy. And so he jumped in and he shot Archduke's Franz Ferdinand. Thus starting World War One. <laughs> what makes this even weirder as a fluke is that there was someone on hand with a camera at like in nineteen fourteen. Yeah. Well you could have had it in to, your phone. Those two yeah, those two were very separate with, things with like about a massive, years ago. Massive camera and took a photo of him. Must have taken ages, because didn't they have to like make them pause? It would be like, Okay, 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 okay. Kind of like a princept. Archduke friend Ferdinand, okay. You just you just wait there for a second. <laughs> can, can, can you slow it down? Can you slow? Okay. Okay. Slow it down. Slow it down. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Princess. Now I want you to walk up, and then I want you to look like you're jumping into the car. Okay. Just freeze it here, and we're going to wait for about two minutes for the exposure to happen. And then you can. And go then you can shoot. No. 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 Don't. 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 Just stay. Just stay. It'll be a great photo. Opportunity. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay, photo's done. Cool. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Bang, and then World War One starts. That that's essentially how it works. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Bit of exaggeration. Bit of exaggeration. <laughs> We're feeding you misinformation and lies here on our <laughs> Amplify on Sin, because every opportunity to know is an opportunity to grow. Okay, getting profound. It's my getting it's profound a, right getting here. Getting my profound. Getting profound right here. Do you have any uh, other preferred? Top two assassination stories of history. <laughs> what are your top two? I think I think because it's morbid a topic it is. I think <laughs> the story of the assassination of Rasputin is pretty interesting. Yes, it, it is. It is a very interesting I'm, story. I'm, it's not, I'm vaguely familiar, but I think you're more familiar with that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, basically what happened when these two guys wanted to assassinate Rasputin. There are several theories on this. They heard of which... the song and they stuck in their head. It was very irritating. <laughs> well, one of the theories is actually it was a, it was a gay vendetta, apparently. A gay, ven- a gay that, vendetta. Because he was known for flirting with everyone and they there's a theory they didn't like that. 
sounds like my kind of man. But so, <laughs> so basically, they hit him. They shot him. They did like hit him, shot him, tried to poison him, and then, then yeah, wrapped they... him up in a blanket and dropped him into a river. Into the Volga River. And then apparently afterwards, they found water in his lungs, which means he was still alive when they dropped him in the river. What a strange, strange man. What a strange... Yes. Or, or Fidel Castro, the, the, the numerous CIA attempts to assassinate him, including exploding cigars and a, po- <laughs> a poisoned smoothie. Exploding that are cigars. Exploding cigars, because he's associated with cigars. Yeah. Like Freud, he likes cigars. <laughs> uh, and and uh, to, to, uh, to, like, you know, to paraphrase, uh, or to misquote Freud, sometimes the cigar isn't a cigar. <laughs> Oh my but God. when they had the poison smoothie to kill Castro, what uh, undid their plan? Uh, what undid their plan was because uh, they they left it. They, they, so they had some. They paid somebody to sneak into uh, Castro's palace and plant the uh, plant the uh, what should we call it? Uh, the smoothie in his fridge, in his freezer. But then they forgot about it, and by the time uh, Castro went around to eat, to drink the smoothie, because they're like, oh, it's a smoothie. Yeah. Uh, El Presidente smoothie. <laughs> and so when, by the time he went and tried oh to get El smoothie, uh, it had frozen, and he just threw it away. And so all of these, like, months and months of planning oh, and trying to get, man. like, an inside man in Fidel, in Fidel Castro's palace were undone by the fact that his smoothie had frozen. And Fidel's like, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I am El Presidente. I don't need to wait to, like, unfreeze my smoothie. Make me another. Oh, man. History nerd time right here. Yeah, history nerd time. Amplify. 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 Uh, every Some opportun- fun facts. Of every opportunity to know is an opportunity to grow. Is that, should that be Love in the cat poster. Lo- Love in the cat poster. <laughs> it's, it's a motivational poster. I'm going to make one. Actually, I'm going to get that on a t-shirt, actually. Please. You know, you know what? I get can- that on a t-shirt. I will post it to our Facebook page. Mm. Uh I'll Amplify s- sin. Amplify sin. <laughs> uh, a little bit of uh, plugging the social medias here. Uh, the a blending of the old and new, the airwaves and the uh, and the waves of going through the well, not, fi- not fiber optic cables, <laughs> <laughs> going through the fiber optic cables, then the uh, then the copper cables, then three paper clips, a cheese grater, <laughs> uh, Malcolm Turnbull uh, holding to uh, holding onto that end of that cheese grater, then holding onto another bit of copper wiring as the signal passes through him. It goes along the copper wiring. Then there's a man at the other end. And he's got a uh, he's got a little like telegraph reader. He's taking all of the signals that are coming out of that copper wiring, writing it down into a bit of paper, running it, and then he runs it to another man, and that man transcribes it into another machine that transfers it into another bit of copper wiring. All the ones and zeros. Then that copper wiring is uh, imported directly into the brains of Scott. Morrison. Scott Morrison then <laughs> mentally telepathically oh beams God. ones and zeros across the country to, uh, to tiny, tiny like, mouses, super mice that have been implanted uh, in, the, in, like, in the middle of streets. And then from those, copper wiring connected with more paper clips heads to your home, the Liberals NBN. Coming soon to Australia. And that is Amplify Onsen's summary of the budget. In summary of the nah. budget. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, still on our ampl- we're still on Sin Budget Watch. Uh, in, case, uh, in case you are uh, listening to uh, Represent's coverage of the budget last night, we, uh, have, uh, we have some... Uh, we're still winning the live budget coverage. Uh, looks like the budget is still uh, rubbish for students. <laughs> well, well, the budget, everything I have read... Is like it's basically a nothing budget. It's exactly they a... tweak stuff around the edges, Tweaking. and they've deferred. Um... It's trimming the fat. Yeah. 
it's like yeah. it's the low fat budget. <laughs> the the, low it's fat the budget for when you want to go on a diet. Whereas <laughs> So the, the it's like all, low fat milk. Nobody really yeah. likes it, but you'll take it. Mm. All all of the all of the like the hockey budgets and the Abbott budgets, they were all they're all like when you get the big meaty chunks of bacon and you eat in those and you're like, Oh, I cannot possibly I cannot possibly eat anymore. This is very bad for me. And so the Turnbull Morrison budgets are a little bit like the lighter, thinner bacon with the fit fat trimmed off. <laughs> it's a little bit better for you, but it's the same still, it's the same bloody bacon. <laughs> Yep, that is. That, that, that <laughs> that's is our budget, budget recap. But budget uh, recap. Uh, okay, we're, we're done. Co- we're Good job, guys. We can leave. We, uh, yep. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, we're still on the uh, the still on budget uh, budget coverage. Uh, yes, the budget's still rubbish. <laughs> the budget's still rubbish. We'll be uh, getting back to you throughout the show with uh, is the budget still rubbish? Yes, it As is. As of now, it still is. <laughs> uh, so what other uh, politics stuff? This week in politics, amplify. Uh, this week in politics, amplify. We're trying to get. We're trying to steal the uh, the crown of highbrow topics back from <laughs> Jamal and uh, Jamal and Josh with all of their highbrow intellectual talk. We're <laughs> we're trying to steal it back. We grab it. Our little greasy little mates trying to get it. I think we're too um, um, postmodern and disillusioned with the political system for that. No, I just don't. I just don't. I just don't think I can like. I just don't think I understand anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all kind of like it's all kind of like messed up, isn't it, dude? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Man. Well, like you, come on, you go, you go to like a, a no dress. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were telling us sort of that the Socialist Alliance recruits at your school. Yeah. Well, <laughs> true. 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 Yeah, you caught caught you red-handed. Yep. True. True. Yeah. Socialist you, Alliance revs class. Revs class uh, with. <laughs> Uh, we have a instead of a feminist group, we have a feminist collective. Fe- oh, the collective makes it. Uh, I actually, me and my friends tried to start an art collective for like <laughs> anything called the Abbotsford <laughs> Convent Collective, and we're all going to wander around like the Abbotsford uh, Convent grounds in like these big like uh, woolen robes and like all just talk about art and <laughs> philosophy, ironically. Yes. And then, it, and then it just just didn't uh, didn't actually like get anywhere. Oh, mm-hmm. I would I would join that collective. Well, I'm actually quite glad. I'll, I'll find him a membership form. <laughs> yes. It's, it's just the inside slave of an old Fugazi cassette. You just have to <laughs> sign your name down and then we'll consider your application. Amplify! Next up, we have um, a very strange interview with the one and only Toby, my, my lovely co-host, who's going to talk to us a bit about his uh, play. Uh, hello, yes, hi. <laughs> I'm Toby and I'm uh, directing uh, the uh, Year 12 Theatre Studies production of Crooked, a criminal comedy at uh, Thornbury High School. As you can tell, uh, because I'm a director, I speak in a very <laughs> low voice. My T-shirt has morphed into a uh, turtleneck as we speak. Yes, uh, it's, it's, it was actually quite disturbing seeing mm, his T-shirt morph into a turtleneck. It was quite painful as well, uh, the it's, transfer of energy. It's, uh, it's a very <laughs> surreal experience to... Uh, witness. Um, so can you tell us what uh, crooked, I believe it's spelt without an E, uh, with an apostrophe? It's crooked uh, apostrophe E-D, something that we Why? Uh, some, I don't know, we wanted to change it. Uh, the, <laughs> the playwright left it in. So tell us a bit about it. What is it about? What what does crooked involve? Uh, well, crooked is a, uh, a fast-paced uh, criminal caper. <laughs> uh, it is a uh, Yes, the story essentially is Al Capone has recruited some of the 1930s most famous gangsters and public enemies to help him rob a bank in Chicago, and the only person who can stop him is uh, Elliot Ness, 
the uh, famous tax office agent and member of the Untouchables. What? Okay. Uh, it, okay. A real dude. A real, real dude. It's, it's a pretty... It's an interesting show. It's very, very fast. There are no uh, no blackouts between scenes. That's so it, so it's entirely played through. It's meant it's written to be played entirely through, except we uh, we we've done it so there's an interval uh, in the middle for people to buy snacks and whatnot <laughs> yeah. and drinks and so forth to break even. Yes. Because if we don't yes. break because if we don't break even, it's my head that rolls. <laughs> uh, no, it's yeah. not. <laughs> So tell us a bit of, about the um, the process of working up to opening night. Opening night, uh, tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow night is opening night, uh, running from May 5th to 7th. Don't tell us any more details than that, I, otherwise I, we'll I, get in trouble. I, can't, I literally can't tell you anything more than that. <laughs> uh, you can find the uh, you can find the the uh, the crooked crooked Facebook page though, and we'll provide a link to that on our Facebook page, Amplify Sin. But yep. the creative process of creating a play is, uh, it's, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm going to drop this voice because it's really, yes, really please annoying. Do. <laughs> please dro- drop the persona. I'm already dropping the persona, right? <laughs> and uh, my producer is as I like dr- transition between personas is like rapidly like having some sort of a seizure, <laughs> seizure with the volume. Oh bar. dear. Whoa, yeah. But I don't know. It's let's see. In the year twelve theatre studies, you do uh, what's called page to stage, where you're given a uh, you're given a short, you're not short, you know, you're given a play, and you basically have to take that play, the page, and put it on to stage. <laughs> and so, uh, the for the year twelve theatre studies, uh, the production is divided into three periods. We have the uh, development period. Uh, oh no, we no, we have planning. We have, sorry, planning. the planning stage. A separate planning stage. We have a planning stage, which ranges from choosing, which uh, is from choosing the play all the way down to finalised designs for all of the different stagecrafts. And the stagecrafts are like uh, the different areas, like set, costume, makeup, di- directing, directing, lighting, Ooh. sound, acting. All directing of those sounds nice. <laughs> yeah, d- directing. It's uh, for the handsomest of, uh, <laughs> of the the, uh, the yeah. theatre ensemble, but basically. It's basically so when you you throughout the planning stage you bounce oh, sorry you bounce ideas off each other and you work out and you cast and you do all of the stuff that the, all the to use a film term all the pre production yeah and so once planning's over you transition into what's known as development and during development you take those ideas and you just rehearse them and you just do them over and over again you make the costumes you paint the set and you just that's that's essentially what it is. It's just, you develop those ideas. A lot of a re- all of rehearsal falls within pretty much within the development stage because you're developing the uh, the play as it goes from the start to the end, and then finally you have presentation stage, which starts with what is known as bump in, which is where you transfer all of your stuff into the theatre space. And because at my school the theatre space is a uh, theatre space is in part of the school and that's where our theatre class is we don't actually have to bump bump in air quotation marks but we still have a bump in period where all of the all of the, the wings are set up all of the lighting is rigged etc uh, yada 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 etc etc and presentation stage includes the all important key presentation which is doing it on the night yeah, it's very very stressful really I'm not... I would think that would be the least <laughs> <laughs> the least yes the least important no it's a lie uh, well as a director Rebecca's you would have to lies. say that yeah as a director but I'm not going to lie it's a very stressful process but I am uh, I am proud of 
I am proud of the production team. It's a really good team we've been working with. Uh, me and my co-director. You have to say that because you're on air. I have and to say that. They and, can hear. And... <laughs> they can hear probably. Uh, I'm really, really proud of how uh, the whole production team is doing. Uh, I, I think everyone, in, including my co-director, I'm not the only director. <laughs> uh, I probably should have mentioned that. <laughs> I'm not the only director. My co-director, Shivia, she's done. Uh, she's done a whole heap of work and... Probably a little bit more than me. <laughs> more organ- don't admit that. You don't admit. Don't- I did all the work. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's probably done all the work. She- not all the work. <laughs> she's done. She's done a lot of work, and she's been a massive. Uh, I think it's helped. Uh, everybody's just been really good with each other. Uh, we've been working with each other, doing this sort of thing since year ten. Uh, it's it's just been really really fun experience. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.